styles. Dresses. People in suits. Sequins. Open shirts. It's the 2017 Transmissionies. A celebration of Tales from the Dark Side. Brought to you by Matt Noss, Matt Rose, and Jen Hansen. And Miller High Life, the champagne of empty bottles. Oh. oh. Who is that coming up the red carpet? Well, Matt, all of the stars are out tonight. It is Phyllis Diller, dressed in Bjork's finest leftover feathers. Well, my goodness, if it isn't a man from a parlor floor front. Yes, no one caught his name, but he did a wonderful job in the episode. Oh, what's that music? Is it Hofgosh? <laughs> there he is, our own purple nutsack. Take a bow, buddy. <laughs> is, is that Lawrence Tierney? Lawrence Tierney is here. Abe Vigoda. Oh. Jerry Stiller. All the stars are out tonight. It's a cavalcade of who's who of 1986. Why, look, it's Bub. <laughs> He's floating away. Oh. <laughs> Someone grab him. Yeardley Smith is here with her parade of Scientology lawyers. We won't say anything because we don't want to disappear. <laughs> <laughs> Penelope Ann Miller looks older than she was in her episode when she was 12 years old. Little known fact, 12-year-olds can work for free. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Matt. Oh, look at that. It's the goblin from Trick or Treat. Oh. Trick or Treat. Hey, there he is. Well, oh, uh, Matt's look, the doors to the theater are opening. We'd better go inside. It's a beautiful night in Hollywood. Thank you for joining us from the Hollywood Theater in Royal Oak, Michigan. Hollywood. Presenting the first award of the evening, Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Who will be presenting all of the awards all evening. When someone thinks about an actor, do they think, huh, I wonder what that actor would look like as an animal. I do, Matt. Thanks, Matt. The nominees for Best Actor Who Looks Like an Animal are... Phyllis Diller, Ostrich, Abe Vigoda, Guppy, Jerry Stiller, Werewolf, slash and the winner is... Phyllis Diller, Ostrich. Accepting the award for Phyllis Diller. Jen Hansen. I've never played an ostrich myself or Phyllis Diller, but I hope to be half the woman and three quarters of the ostrich that she is. <laughs> this one's for you, Philly Steak. What an award. What a lady. What a storied life. What a bird. What a bird she is. What a big, big bird. <laughs> what a what a tall stork of a woman. <laughs> Just what a what a can of peaches left out in the sun. 
what a what a couple of legs that go all the way up, but you're not interested in them like that. Talking about legs that go all the way up, the next award is Favorite Tangent. <laughs> this uh, year, okay. right. we did a lot of things that involved us not talking about episodes. <laughs> and this year was no exception. <laughs> For Favorite Tangent, the nominees are You Have Not Lived from Ursa Minor. Cat's claws. <laughs> you know, you know, it would have gone really great there. I can't do it. I mean, I could, but it would suck. Yeah, I have um, an idea when, of what would go really you... great there. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> no, it was gonna be whenever there's a hacker movie and someone gets hacked and then they see the laughing skull. Oh and yeah. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> That's that's you what I, didn't live. <laughs> I don't know that that was not true. <laughs> that is not a thing. That thing I just did. Not it's, a it's thing. Okay, it's okay. Man. You did not live. <laughs> <laughs> you know that video game. Is anybody else's ears bleeding? <laughs> no, that video. It was Pitfall. You fall. You fall into the little hole, and mm. then the little skeleton face comes on and says. I hate to be the one to tell you this, but if you had plans for later, you should cancel them because you did not live. And things are just very bad now. I remember, and, and then uh, the game would crash because it didn't have enough memory right. for the whole voice thing. So, like, it, you had to get good at Pitfall. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I see that you have fallen into a pit. I don't know if you know what happens in a pit, but it's not good. And anyway, oh, God, I hate to be the one to say this, even though I'm a skeleton face. You know, I've got a skeleton face, but I've got a heart. It's just under the screen. Anyway, you did not live. Send him a Lewis from Strange Love. And then, and then Marie's sitting there, and he's like, here. And he's got a, a flask, a flask uh, of, of, of hobo V8. blood. Well, or, or, or hobo blood, sure. What did you call it? V8. <laughs> Very true. Because it stuck to the sides. So It was super gross. It, was it uh, Boku with food covering? <laughs> oh, classic Boku viscosity. Oh, you can yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Is that so much to ask? That was right for the liver yeah. with you. Sorry. Oh, Richard Lewis is gro- rolling over in his career <laughs> right now. <laughs> All right, sidebar. Okay. We, uh, Matt mentioned Boku about three weeks ago on the show. And and then it's in the newest episode that just came out this week. And he's like, Matt, do you remember those Richard Lewis ads? And I'm like, I remember them, but I don't remember them. So he's like, we have to watch them. Because I watched them over the weekend, and it was like, I don't remember them being this crazy. They are insane. <laughs> they are fucking bananas. I need to watch. I remember Richard Lewis just being like, oh, he's so Cool. I want to drink that adult he's, beverage with he's no alcohol. So <laughs> right. Erotic. Right. So that was the whole. So Boku was an adult beverage that was non-alcoholic, 
with the taste of a that adults no, like. What it was, it was an adult juice box. Yeah, it was like white grape juice. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was white grape juice, but with like black Was cherry, Richard cherry. Lewis that cool? I mean, I remember watching his stand up and liking him when I was when I was a kid. Jen, he had a mullet and he wore all black. He was the coolest, and he had just done, I don't know if it was one season or two, but that- Oh, uh, with the Jamie Lee Curtis Jamie show? Lee Curtis oh, Anything pre, But Love, like, was that it? Anything yep, yep, But yep, Love, yep. which yeah. was like a precursor to Mad About You, which That's was right. way more successful. That's right. Yeah. He comes out hot in this commercial, and he goes, I was, an a- I was at an adult party, and then all they had to drink was Coke, Coke or, or Pepsi. Pepsi. <laughs> what about a Boku? Schwing instant doctor boner. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just starts talking about how Boku, it's all natural. It's white grape juice and black cherry. Who knew? Who are the geniuses that came up with this? <laughs> Amazing tag. What? Amazing drink. <laughs> but I'm going to go on eBay right now. <laughs> I got to get a case of Boku. Oh, you don't. Um... So then he's like, next time I go to a party. And he pulls back his jacket and he's got a belt full of Boku. And he's like, I'm bringing my own Boku. And then he takes a drink and he goes, is that too much to ask? That was the tagline. Is that too much to ask? Boku, is that too much to ask? Yes. Boku has to become the official drink of tea from the D side right now. (laughs) It does. It is. If Rick and Morty can bring back McDonald's Szechuan, you guys can bring back Boku. I'm not sure I want to drink a, a, a 25-year-old. Oh, shut you're drinking your it. You shut your mouth. <laughs> it's like uh, <laughs> somewhere deep. Guys, I had to at least protest a little before they send stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right. You can't, you can't be too desperate. I can't be like, guys, send me everything. Like, no, no. I don't want someone to go through too much trouble. Yeah, Some they is just two guys in a <laughs> warehouse in New Jersey. <laughs> Somewhere in, in McCann. They've never but, left. They have lived there the whole time. The <laughs> signal has the finally coup. been lit. <laughs> the McCann bottling industry makers of Boku, we take you to their office room right now. <laughs> guys, the Midwest is lit up about Boku. <laughs> oh, what are we going to do about this? Send them everything. <laughs> You mean the cartons that haven't been drunk yet? Sure. You know what? And give them a Lewis. <laughs> give them a Lewis. Break open the seal on a Lewis. <laughs> hey, 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 wait. Do we want to do that? Is this a fresh Lewis? Send them a Lewis! <laughs> Lewis on their doorstep. Guys, I'm just I'm just saying, you know what happened the last time we will we let loose a send Lewis. Him a Lewis. <laughs> hey, send him a Lewis. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> Entertainment from the last car. He comes oh out God, shows. He starts eating an apple. Oh, that's right. Yes, he takes takes a snack out. Uh, the kid has a toy gun again. Right. And but he's still dressed as a soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Mrs. Crane says that you get used to the tunnels eventually. Right. Now it's time for my favorite segment: shawl talk. <laughs> Well, so the, the music, the music. Shall talk, get your yarn and your sticks in the shall talk, and then you make a shawl. It's a shawl talk. Keep your shoulders warm. 
chugga 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 shalt talk. Yeah, please join us in the in the fun car. We have a good time. What's the worst that could, Shaw? Followed by Pritzy's Honor. Just edited. Followed by Pretzel Honor. <laughs> Please join us in the, in the courtesy car for an encore presentation of Around the World Sometimes. <laughs> After that, don't forget, in the courtesy car, we will be showing Marsh. The army movie the government didn't watch you see. It's Marsh. Join the Join the 4078th on their good times and great oldies as they explore Korea and everything it has to offer. Hey, do you like movies? Well, stick around for tonight where we're watching Fast Times at Ruffles Averages. Ruffles Averages is a high school in Sarasota, Florida. Ding, ding, ding. School's in. Look who's here. It's Spumoni. The ice cream. That's delicious. It looks like he's not going to hand Mr. Hand a hand. Oh, if you folks are staying up late and you need to have a more sensual outing, it's 90 half weeks. That's right. <laughs> Tonight, we're showing 90 half weeks. It's 45 weeks of erotical cinema. After that... A real classic, real late night creature feature. It's the horror picture Rocky made. Rocky Balboa is once again in drag as he works with ladies of the night. It's a real punch in the gut. Old Mick is there, all your friends. Bring them down. Enjoy. Don't forget we have sandwiches. That was a good episode of Shawl Talk. That was great. Not as much Shawl as I would imagine for a show called Shawl Talk. How little Shawl? Well, there were a lot of yeah movie interruptions, I guess, but that's how it goes. So all I know is that he pushed he pushed John Rambo too far. Yeah. Um. Please join us in the action card as we look at Rambo for Ram Rambo. Rambo. Oh, Ramo. Different movie. Just, uh, John Ramo is a guy who shouldn't be talked to. And Dino Who says something, and it's a bang up job from there. Hey, you want to watch a movie with a thing that fights and is invisible? You want to see Predator Her? Only tonight in the clown car. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hold my hand. Hold my hand. Tales from the Blowfish. Tonight in the uh, Conquer, we're showing. Uh, Florence and the, the Blowfish. <laughs> hey, it's, uh, you like movies about friends who live in the woods. It's Harvey and the Harveysons. It's a movie. You you want it? We got it. The best entertainment. The best entertainment out there. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That was a complete accident. That was a best entertainment. (laughs) You know somebody at Amtrak has pitched that his whole career. (laughs) He is like, it's the best entertainment. Yeah. Gary, give it up. Rub the switch. 
from a new lease on life. So this is around the time that uh, that Madam Madam uh, Angler Madam walks Angler, in. Yeah. And while Madam Angler walks in, Jekyll is saying, at, he's standing over the bits of the microwave saying, uh, how did your mother die? Did you bury her? Was she cremated? Really weird. Yeah. Being a creeper. And then Madam Angler in her silk robe comes strolling into the room and she takes care of the St. George and the St. George doesn't allow microwaves and you mustn't put a nail in the wall. There are a few simple rules of the St. George. One bean, no nails. Two bean, no microwaves. Three, Three bean, bean, take, take your, your trash organic out. trash to the disposal every night. This clearly marked area of the hallway with a growling beast inside of it. But ignore the beast. Ignore the beast. The hotel isn't alive. Let me assure you, the apartment complex is not alive. If you were wondering why the walls are bleeding and there are growling sounds when you drive a nail into the wall, let me rest assured the apartment is not alive. Goodbye. (laughs) Meanwhile, while she's talking... Uh, this is what the apartment is doing. I'm alive. Oh, before I leave, I forgot to tell you, if you want to turn on the light, merely masturbate this light switch. <laughs> if you have any baby oils or scented lotions you like, you could put that on your hand and then just rub this faceplate. But gingerly, like... Gingerly stro- at first. <laughs> but but slowly increasing increase. in speed. <laughs> Also, pressure. make sure you move your hand in a circular mm. motion, uh, rhythmically. Maybe, maybe <laughs> twist your wrist a little bit. Just enough. Jiggle if, the lights. <laughs> if you, if you want to give it a kiss, you can just give it a kiss. It is fine. It's a light. If the lights are taking too long, spit on your hand. <laughs> if, if the lights seem to get really bright and then peter out, you've done good. <laughs> The light switch is really like that. If it flashes very quickly, it means it's climax. (laughs) And uh, you won't have any more lights for at least 30 to 40 minutes. (laughs) Don't try to rush it because then it becomes very uncomfortable. The the wall, it is a temperamental wall switch. (laughs) Anyway, I feel like I've said too much. He's not alive. Uh, My name is Madam Madam Engler. You may call me Madam Engler. I say good day. (laughs) My my cousin is Torgo because he also (laughs) takes care of the place while the master is away. (laughs) But if you take care of the St. George, it will take care of you. If you know what I mean. It will jerk you off. (laughs) (laughs) The pipes will rub your penis (laughs) until completion. Anyway, I'm gonna go lay down in a ham salad. <laughs> so, I'll see. why am I still talking? I can just <laughs> the mouth goes and goes. Uh, I've said too much. Oh, anyway, man. I get tired. Don't forget to masturbate that light switch. See you later. <laughs> and dump shoot from a new lease on life. Uh, I was saying, hey, is it at this point that we entered turkey cam? Because there was a moment, and it might be when he's back in his apartment about to take a bite out of the turkey, where there is a shot into the sink. From the turkey's turkey's POV. And I was like, turkey cam? (laughs) 
Oh, yeah, because because she tells him to take it to the disposal. Yeah, she's like, please. He's like, hey, what won't? Why are you getting rid of this? This yeah. will still keep for a few days. We're not a third world country. Throw it in the chute. <laughs> yeah, he ain't <laughs> eating leftovers. That's for poor people. No one at the St. George keeps their leftovers. So he takes it back in his apartment. Says, how can that crazy woman waste all this food? And pulls off a turkey wing. <laughs> After having a full turkey dinner. He just ate a full turkey dinner. He pulls out a turkey wing. By the way, this turkey is now resting on a plate of mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Because Madam Angler made a full Thanksgiving meal. Oh, there was asparagus, uh, an casserole. asparagus casserole. There were sweet, sweet potatoes, potatoes, regular potatoes, potatoes, breadsticks, and mashed potatoes. And more mashed potatoes. Uh, my favorite is the casserole, the casserole dish for the mashed potatoes was a blue fish casserole. Oh, it was bowl. all like very Asian. Yes. Very Asian inspired. Real they were like fusion. breadsticks. Yeah. This was early fusion. So he takes some of the turkey, and the building says, She comes a-running, and she's like, Hey, dumb fuck. Get, was I subtle? Get that fucking turkey to the dump chute. Which is what? Which is what? My mom says to me every Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, that's what they call my mouth at my house. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> get that turkey right, in my dump chute. Time for everybody to get that turkey in the dump chute. I'm, 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 I'm. <laughs> oh. Rub a dub dug. Fuck you. Dump chute. <laughs> dump chute. Oh yeah! Every every year at Thanksgiving, my family just gathers around and sees how much food I can shove into my dump. <laughs> Guys, come on! He's doing it. <laughs> God, look at that dump shoot! <laughs> what a dump shoot! Hey, don't go on the ice, dump shoot! <laughs> he threw up a whole turkey leg. Why did he eat the bone? Because he's a dump shoot. <laughs> Fucking so stupid. We honestly haven't talked about who the winner of this one is. I know who the winner is. Who's the winner? Dump shoot. Dump shoot. Absolutely. Oh, all right. I thought 100%. it might have been you. You have not lived, but is it a bit of an upset that? Uh, oh, oh no, wait. That's that's not this season. Never mind. Yeah, never mind. Never yeah, mind, never mind. What would you or think? Is it? What were you the, thinking? Um, uh, oh no! It is this season. The uh, the sensory deprecation. The, sem- <laughs> the sensory, sensory deprecation, deprecation chamber. <laughs> I don't. I, I. I would. I would think. That and the winner is dump shoot. Will I edit this episode? Will I not? Probably not. Probably. Accepting the award on behalf of Parlor. F- nope. <laughs> Whatever the episode. A new lease on life. Matt Rose. Oh, uh, Jesus! I don't improvise, guys. Put it in my dump shoe. <laughs> Another powerful award given to a powerful man talking about powerful things. Uh. <laughs> <sighs> Guys, it's been a season full of ups, full of downs, 
mostly downs. Mostly downs. Yeah, this season, I'm I'm pretty sure this season was worse than season one. Agree or disagree? I I because I wasn't here for season one and I only saw so many episodes. Mm-hmm. I. I disagree. I but disagree. That's because, but right. that's because we had some good episodes this season. We had we had good episodes of transmissions. I don't know if we had as much to work with. Possibly that's why the episodes okay. of transmissions were mm. as fun as they were. Oh, we were oh. Well, I mean, going par- off the parlor, rails. Parlor Floorfront was pretty good. Yeah, but we're hanging a lot on Parlor Floorfront. Well, you know, um, yeah. Um. Uh, it's also possible neither season was good. <laughs> well, that is the truth, that neither season uh, really, really is outstanding. Mm-hmm. No. I I felt like the lows in season one were much lower. Well, well but we had to pull out the stopper in this, ep- in yeah, this season. But yeah. this season did have the stopper, and that's a very special award. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, and now it's time for the Haskell Barkin Award for Excellence in Non-Excellence. There's there only, was only one, one episode. No- <laughs> There's only one nominee this year. Dream Girl, stand up. Now sit back down and think about what you did. You're a bad episode, Dream Girl. The episode we couldn't even review. That episode of of Tales from the Dark Side might be some of the worst TV I've ever watched. Yeah, that was. Did we finish well, watching it? We did. We we, we finished, finished watching, watching it, it, but we couldn't finish reviewing it. Right, because we got so I, depressed. You and I just started doodling <laughs> in our notebooks. Yeah. Like I, I think I drew like a, a stick figure hanging itself. Yeah. <laughs> Accepting the award for new girl. Or Dream Girl. <laughs> <laughs> or who gives a fuck? <laughs> what, do, what do you got? It's me, the girl from New Girl. <laughs> <laughs> what is her name? I can't remember. Zoe Deschanel. So, uh, accepting the award for Dream Girl, Zoe Deschanel. I'm accepting the award for Dream Girl because I'm just so weird and quirky and I have a guitar and I can understand what men are thinking, but I'm such a manic pixie. Oh, okay. Ah, whatever. What an episode. Next up on the list is Best Trope. This year, this year, unlike the first season of Tales from the Dark Side, threw a couple left hooks into the common tropes. It last last season, last season we had mysterious wind, loose birds, haunted exposition dumps, and a couple others. <laughs> This year, we're really mixing it up. The nominees for Best Tropes are Mysterious Wind, <laughs> Haunted Exposition Tone. How do phones work? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Jen, how you phone? How, uh, how Matt, do phones? How do phones? <laughs> how phone? How phone? Uh, uh, Matt, what's the worst that could? <laughs> 
my wife? <laughs> what was... No. <laughs> now, season two was not as maddening as season one was when it came to the phone. Somebody on staff, be it an intern or a script supervisor, someone had used a phone at one point, and they were able to guide production with some degree of accuracy. Correct. Yeah. Whereas in season one, it was just like, well, here's the prop. <laughs> what is this mysterious device? Just put it on your face. Go, go, go. <laughs> All right. Jen, what's your vote? Uh, my vote is for uh, Haunted Exposition Dump. It will always be there. It's the Susan Lucci. No, no, it's not the Susan. It's the opposite of Susan Lucci, because I think it should win every time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of Mysterious Wind. Uh, see, this is where this is where this is going to be the most difficult decision, because while the how do phones work didn't have as much this season, I think that when it did show up, it really delivered. Mm. Mm. Because when Abe Vigoda, <laughs> when so I don't. Did you actually watch that episode? Or I still have to. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so when Abe Vigoda pulls a phone out of a drawer, and then he's like... That's <clears throat> true. Hold on. <clears throat> I've got to try to try as best I can to channel my inner Abe Vigoda, which is difficult, because I'm still alive. Um, why, why isn't this phone working? <laughs> That's a great Vigoda. Great pagoda. Um, it's, it's a grape pagoda. I meant to say grape, <laughs> but it's grape pagoda. <laughs> Serves up grape pagoda. Radical. Yeah, look at grape pagoda. He's having a soda pop on a surfboard. Glug 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 glug. Ah, it keeps me going on the waves. He threw that bottle and an octopus <laughs> caught it. Thanks, grape pagoda. You're welcome, octopus dude. <laughs> Grape Pagoda, go! Hey, look out, Grape Pagoda. You're heading towards the sh -sh -sh shark tank. <laughs> Time to pop a wheelie. <laughs> Surfboard, don't let me down. You'll never get down by me. <laughs> that was too close, Grape Pagoda. Did it, did it, did it, pop! Brought to you by Grape Soda. Uh, okay, phones. Okay, phones. phones. Phones! How do phones work? How phone is the winner. Accepting the award for how phones, me, Matt Noss. You know, when Thomas Edison... When I'm already being played off? All right. See you later. Earlier this week at the Technical Awards, we awarded Best Prosthetic Monster to Jerry Stiller in Devil's Advocate. Thank you, Jerry Stiller, and the person that you let touch your face. We saluted you with a light lunch. <laughs> yeah, I would love that at that award ceremony, they're like, monster makeup, who has time? 
a lot of people think you have to make a movie with a real monster in it. But it's so expensive. Because you got to get new actors after the monster eats them. Plus, monsters, dumb. And who has time They're for all smart. that paperwork? Who, who has time for all that paperwork? There's got to be a better way. I have an idea. <laughs> Makeup. In conclusion, Israel is a land of many conflicts. I was really glad that they had Sybil Danning present the award. She looks great. So good. Yeah. And those legs don't lie. Mm-hmm. I thought it was weird that she wore her Ilsa outfit, but whatever. Hey, I mean, you know, you know, whatever she's comfortable in. Yeah. It's Trump's America. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing matters. Moving on to the best slash worst child actor. I feel like we're going to have some dissension in here. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we have... <laughs> Already? <sighs> gonna break a bottle and brandish it. Break a bottle. So for worst child actor, we have Seth Green in Monsters in the Closet. Also, is it Monsters in My Room? Oh, whatever. <laughs> whatever, Jen. Then we have Mary Jane in The Trouble with Mary Jane. She was the kid with toothpaste on her face. She probably has a name, but the Academy refuses to acknowledge it. Because <laughs> she's under 18. And she's a woman. Finally, we <laughs> have Christine in The Shrine. This is, we are speaking about young Christine, obviously. The young adventures of young Christine. She was great. She was great. Uh, yeah, Mary Jane was great. Christine was great. Seth Green was great. In that episode, playing a little kid... You admit it right now in front of in front of three people watching he a was, live stream. Oh wow, a little kid played a little kid convincingly. Jesus, let's just hand him a pile of awards, Jen. I will. The winner is Seth Green. <laughs> Accepting the award for Seth Green, Jen Hansen. I've never actually had sexual intercourse with Seth Green, but if I were, I wouldn't have done it when he was a child. (laughs) Thank you. No matter how drunk I was. No matter how drunk I was. Oh, I think it's time for another special award. Mm. This award goes to... All right. Boy, oh boy, I'm going to have to fucking edit the shit out of this. Or or not. It doesn't matter. Yeah, well, <clears throat> this award is the sexiest award of the night. Oh, sweet. You know, Tales from the Dark Side isn't just about being afraid. It's about breaking taboos. It's about pushing boundaries and seeing where you're willing to go. With your dick. (laughs) And her sweet puss. Thwap, thwap, thwap. When you see a clam, throw a hot dog in it. Now that's a transmission's promise. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Too much? 
don't know. I just can't get a clam with a hot dog in and out of my head. It's got a little neck. This season brought us the introduction of using the Red Shoe Diaries as a counterpoint to any moment that we deemed sexy. Or that we just couldn't get through an episode. And there were so many sexy, sensual, physical moments in this season. The nominees for Sexiest Moments in a Tales from the Dark Side episode, season two, go to, or are, sorry, are, not go to yet. Bring around the redhead. Mm. Mm. That girl came out of a hole. You know what I mean? Strange love. Oh, I'm a Dracula. You a Dracula. Let's be Draculas together. The old soft shoe. Bitch, don't kill me. <laughs> we gotta fuck first. The Cassivan curse. Ooh. I can't, I can't hump you because you my brother. The satanic piano. Oh, I see you, keyboard. Looking so good, looking so right. And the winner of the Red Shoe Diary Award for Excellence in Sexcellence goes to the Cassivan Curse. Accepting this sexy award, Jen Hansen. Jen Hansen couldn't be here tonight, so we've just brought in a bunch of sexy noises. like well, I don't know <laughs> I've only read about it on the TV well. <laughs> you know yeah, ask the guy in a leisure suit what sex is <laughs> I can answer the question what sex not like everything else <laughs> <laughs> Matt oh, I'm a card should be dealt with guys <laughs> my nose is bleeding what? Anybody else lightheaded? Come on. <laughs> Jen, do you have the next uh, nominee? Uh, the next nominee is the the worst of the women of this season. <laughs> oh! The This Bitch Award. The yep, This, the bitch, this award. bitch Award. The nominees for Best Slash Worst This Bitch are... Charlene Ames, Comet Watch, Linda, and the actress who played her, Parlor Floor Front, Connie Stevens in The Unhappy Medium. Matt Rose, will you tell us who's won the award? And the award for this bitch goes to Charlene Ames for Comet Watch. This is the first award and nomination for Charlene James. She's never been this bitch before, but she's happy to be this bitch today. Accepting the award on behalf of Charlene James, 
Matinoff. Um, when Viola Spolin invented act, I gotta go already. Coming to the stage, we have Matt Rose to present our next award. What is cultural sensitivity? Webster's defines it. <laughs> I was going to say what what Webster's dictionary defines Sorry, it as, but I don't I don't think they have anything in there. Are they still around? I don't know. Anyway, the two nominees for this season are Parlor Floor Front and New Lease on Life. This is for the most culturally sensitive episodes uh, from Wait. the 80s. Yeah. Parlor floor front allowed a woman to paint. <laughs> and also <laughs> voodoo, mm-hmm. which apparently can reanimate corpses and uh, is also tantamount to um, property damage mm-hmm. from all the spells. And a new lease on life. Um, apparently, if you marry an Asian guy, you are then granted the ability to wear kimonos all day. And listen yeah, it was a bit to much. Yeah, it was. It was. It was, guys. All right. I've got a winner. You got a winner? I've got a winner. I do. The winner for bo- for best example of 80s cultural sensitivity goes to New Lease on Life. Presenting the award for 80s example of cultural sensitivity, Jen Hansen. I fell down the stairs. <laughs> Whoa, that horn player just <laughs> died mid-blow. Mid ah, <laughs> oh, boy. We, we have to, at this point in the show give a sincere and hearty shout out and thanks to mega fan of the show and all around great guy, Sean Cloran. Yes. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean. Uh, he wrote, we wrote him a little bit earlier today and we asked him if he had any nominations or categories that he would like to suggest for the transmissionees. And he came back with the thunder. Um, I've got it loaded up. Please do. Let me read the uh, presenting the award for a couple most in need of a divorce. You know, Tales from the Dark Side's no stranger to misogyny. <laughs> so let's help point out those lady characters in the right direction. The most obvious couples in a need of divorce, in need of divorce are. Newlyweds Doug and Linda from Parlor Floorfront. <laughs> Engelbert and Charlene Ames in Comet Watch. Vampires Edmund and Maria Alcott in Strange Love. These are powerful, powerful choices here. Mm-hmm. Um, Award-winning performances, everybody. Sean's hit the nail on the head yet again. Mm-hmm. 
for Doug and Linda from Parlor Floorfront. He says, your voodoo is no match for Linda's bitchcraft. <laughs> Don't have to consult the bones to see this marriage. Ain't gonna last long. <laughs> for Engelbert and Charlene Ames, he writes, it doesn't take a telescope to see that this relationship is less a luminous, gassy mass and just plain gassy. No, no, no amount of Eric Bride singles can make this <laughs> celestial marriage. <laughs> So I'm not gonna lie. When I when I first read what he said, and he said, um, "Was it a luminous, gassy mass, or just a mess?" All I could think of was gassy mess. Mm. So he hit the nail on the head once again. Yep. And finally, for vampires, Edmund Marie Alcott in *Strange Love*. Though, admittedly, starting the relationship off on a wrong foot footing, it's obvious this marriage needed to end decades slash centuries ago. When Marie prefers playing with her food. <laughs> Zing. Bop, 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 bop. Matt, do you have the winner of this award? Uh, I do. And the winner of couple most in need of a divorce are... Newlyweds Doug and Linda in Parlor Floorfront. When a woman lies about being pregnant and falls off a ladder and then blames it on the guy downstairs, get away! <laughs> Accepting this award on behalf of Doug and Linda, me. I, I just did it. I just did. Wait, what happened? I've got a Takis commercial up on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do we have do we have to take a Takis break? Yeah. <laughs> the second annual Transmissionies is brought to you by Takis. Hot Cheetos and Takis. Is that the song? Hot te- Cheetos and Takis. Hot Cheetos and Takis. Hot Cheetos and Takis. Takis. When you're like, <laughs> fuck my life, it's garbage, and it ain't getting better. <laughs> Uh, by the way, Takis, if you're out there and you want to sponsor us, we're all ears. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, moving on. We've got... Um, we have the Creepy Uncle Chester Award. You know, as we've said before, uh, the Tales from the Dark Side is no stranger to um, cultural insensitivity, uh, bad marriages, and and misogyny in general. Uh, But these four gentlemen really took it and and ran with it. The nominees for the Creepy Uncle Chester Award go to Wilson Farber, The Satanic Piano. Edmund Haley, Comet Watch. Billy Malone, Ring Around the Redhead. Chester Caruso, Old soft shoe. And the award goes to. My God, this has never happened before. It's a four way tie. It's all of them. <laughs> I just wanted a place to sweat. Thank you, Danny Aiello. (laughs) Up next, 
Matt Rose presenting Weirdest Monster. Weirdest Monster. (laughs) (laughs) Our first nominee, Dump Shoot, a new lease on life. A buzzsaw monster in my room. A purple nutsack, the impressionist. <laughs> the snuggle fabric softener bear, Ursa Minor. Yeah! yeah. Woo! And the winner is. Dump shoot, a new lease on life. This is the second award tonight for Dump Shoot. The first award was for Best Tangent. <laughs> Accepting the award for Dump Shoot is the light switch from a new lease on life. Just touch me. Why isn't anybody touching? Just put what your hand Just put your on hand me. Hand. Wiggle it around. Put your hand on me. We're done? Okay. (laughs) I could turn myself off. Uh, We only have a few awards left. She said to stony silence. (laughs) We're all like, is it true? (laughs) Uh, Up next, we have the Resident Evil Worst Dialogue Award. Are Dream Girl, The Impressionist, The Satanic Piano, Effect and Cause, Wesker. This looks like Chris's blood. You were almost a chibble sandwich. Right. I sure hope it's not Chris's blood. Barry, don't die. Wesker! Jill, don't open that door. Wesker! You just had to keep looking. Huh, Chris? It was a giant stay. Here, take this. Maybe you, the master of unlocking things, can find something to do with it. I don't remember that. You don't need this anymore. Discard? Discard? Yes. <laughs> this podcast is useless now. Discard? <laughs> Discard? And the winner is... Dream Girl. Don't applaud. Nobody liked Dream Girl. Nobody liked Dream Girl. It was terrible. Accepting the award on behalf of Dream Girl is Miss Prissy. (laughs) No. (laughs) And now presenting the next award, which is... Meanest Curmudgeon. Roomba. 
there are so many nominees in every category. And I'd be happy to clean up after any one of them. <sighs> the nominees for Minas Kermajanar disappeared from my screen. Hang on. The nominees are Old Mr. Killup, Halloween Candy, <laughs> you have to wake my Goblin Candy, I've got somebody to vacuum up. Luther Mandrake from The Devil's Advocate. Biff, monsters in my room. He was a bad dad. Linda, parlor floor front. Who says women can't be a curmudgeon? Uncle Farley, the unhappy medium. If you say something like, ain't it wondrous? <laughs> that means you're a curmudgeon. And the nominees are and the winner Bleh. is oh yeah I'm not good at awards I had I have the awards stuck in my throat let me see if I can just I have my, to throw it up just have to put my hand in tickle, here tickle my uvula okay I'll just and got it got it got it got it got it I'm sorry I throwed up the winner is old Mr. Killup Halloween candy. This is Killup's first award ever for anything. Nobody's ever liked him before and he refused to come. Accepting the award on his behalf, a box of socks. Socks had a lot of charisma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Certainly more than old Mr. Killip. Has the time come for the award of the evening? I believe it has. The award that we've all been waiting for. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the best episode award. The best episode. -y. The best episode. The transmission -y for the best episode. -y. And the nominees are. Parlor floor front. <laughs> Halloween candy. The devil's advocate. Monsters in my room. Really? That was it? Those were the we actually, we only wrote down the one that we... <laughs> we only wrote down the winner. <laughs> I don't know that... Did we have any episodes that we were like... All right, so here's all the episodes that we watched. Okay. The Impressionist. Garbage. No. Life Bomb. <clears throat> Real no. bad. Ring Around the Redhead. No. Nope. Parlor Floorfront. Maybe. Halloween Candy. Mm, maybe. It's considerable. The Satanic Piano. No. The Devil's Advocate. No. Distant Signals. <laughs> no. No. The Trouble with Mary Jane. No. Nope. No. Nope. Ursa Minor. No. Nope. Nope. Effect and Cause. Nope. Well, Ursa Minor was actually okay. I liked Ursa Minor. Yeah, but that's that but it bear wasn't was it weird. definitely wasn't better than Parlor Floorfront. No. No. Monsters in my room. No. I liked Monsters in my room. So did I, I didn't think it was better than Parlor Floorfront. No, I don't I didn't either. Uh Comet Watch. No. No. Dream Girl. No. no. <laughs> A new lease on life. 
That oh. was so much fun. It was. It was so much fun. That might be the best episode of transmissions of the season. Yeah. But it's not the best episode of Tales. That's yeah. great. And this yeah. is the best Tales episode. Uh, Printer's Devil. No. no. The Shrine. No. Oh. Uh, the Shrine was good. The Shrine was real good, though. I didn't like The Shrine. Hmm. Oh, yeah. You didn't like it, but Matt and I did. Yeah. That's right. A difference of opinion. The old soft shoe. I liked the I old liked soft, liked soft shoe. I liked that episode, too. I liked the soft shoe. I called it the old soft show, uh, and I, no one called me on it, so I was going to let it go. The old soft shell. One, please. <laughs> it's crab. The last car. I liked the last uh, you car, You loved too. the last uh, car. I did not I like remember. the last car. It was weird. I, and I was okay with it. Uh, a Choice of Dreams. No, 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 that one doesn't. That, it was good. It, but it was good. Great. It was good until I'm shy. <laughs> it was. It was like he turned kind of like into a half Roomba by okay. the end of it. I'm sorry. I got a real half Roomba going right now. Mm-hmm. Strange love. No, no, no. The unhappy medium. No, no, no. Fear of floating. No. no. <laughs> that episode was really fun though. Uh, the Cassavan Curse. No. That was a good app. Good app. Ladies and gentlemen. The winner of the 2017 Transmissions from the Dark Side episode of the year goes to... Parlor Floorfront! This is the first time Parlor Floorfront's been nominated for anything as it is a... Sometimes a very forgotten episode of Tales from the Dark Side. But we happen to love it. Picking up this award for Parlor Forefront, all three of us. You know, sometimes an episode comes along and you're like, hey, that wasn't so bad. Sometimes an episode comes along and you're like, well, that's the best of the season. I sure hope there's a lot more like these. And there's not. Sometimes an episode comes along and you're like, well, in context, this was pretty good. Sometimes there's an episode that makes Matt Rose go, twist, and then go, twist. That's right, <laughs> and a double twist. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great episode. I, I recommend watching it. Yeah, it was good. Season three, you have a lot to live up to. All right. Uh, Season three, you have a lot to live for. <laughs> <laughs> Don't jump. <laughs> Think of your family. <laughs> Think of season four. <laughs> it's so it's just a glimmer in your eye. Season three has seasons of belief. Yes. It does. That I think is oof. We've been waiting a long time. We've been waiting time. a long time. I am I I was thinking about proposing just doing it as a Christmas episode and maybe like mixing up the episodes a little bit. Um That's fine with me. Yeah, I think that so. Is, that is a Christmas episode. It is the Christmas so, yeah. episode, so we might have to just swap it out. It's It would just be a few weeks early. It would yeah. just be a couple yeah. weeks early. That's fine with mm-hmm. me. Love it. We yeah. can do that. <sighs> uh, all right. Thoughts on the season, guys? I did not mind. I mean, uh, considering some of the episodes that we had to sit through in the first, the, the fact that the production budget went up you know, I think it at least doubled. There was a noticeable improvement in visual quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we had the new font. Uh, improved sets, improved production design. Mm-hmm. 
what was then then what was the the problem with a lot of this because there were a lot that were it, it, it's the middling episodes yeah yeah it's the it's the episodes that aren't super bad but just aren't good i'd rather watch a bad episode that's fun to talk about than some that are just you have, no, meh. You yeah. have nothing, I have to, nothing to say right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like, I mean, when you, when you have the episodes that are just bad and you have nothing to say, those yeah. are hard. Those are right. <laughs> this this season gave us a couple of those real middling, awful. Like if we wouldn't have been able to go, like the best, most fun episode was New Lease on Life. That Be- was a great episode. Yeah, because it was so batshit fucking crazy. It was. And then Nate on um. The episode, oh, uh, Strange Love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was another one where, where there was enough bonkers, stupid stuff mm-hmm. that you could glom onto and I really think Fear get. Fear of Floating falls into that category too, though, where that was just, for one, it had Bub, two, it had Yearly Smith, three, what? I had a harder time watching Fear of Floating. I was just more entertained by the fact that I thought we were kind of bored and we really went off on some tangents for that episode. Yeah, see, I think sometimes that happens where we we just find the weak point mm-hmm. and it was sensory deprecation chamber. Deprecation Beca- and floating. Deprecation. Yes. Floaters. Yes, floaters. Uh. <sighs> what an award show it's been. What fantastic night the thank upsets. you all the upsets the heartbreak the bupsets the fart break <laughs> predictions for season three uh i predict that we have our best and our worst episode to come hmm. i i predict that we will add two more to the must watch list Okay. All right. You got a prediction, Maddie? Um, a lot more mysterious wind. I don't know why. There it is. I'm just thinking there's got to be a lot more mysterious wind in this next episode or this next season. Uh, I predict we have to pull out the stopper again. <gasps> what? Hey, now oh, that we are I, in, I now moving on to season three. I completely agree. Yeah. We are, we are going to have to pull the stopper out yep. on this one. All right. If it happens, you'll catch it with us. Right here on Transmissions from the Dark Side. I also predict that we should all try to enjoy the daylight. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. I think so, too. You can get in contact with us on Facebook.com slash T from the Dark Side. You can get in contact with us there on Instagram as well. Uh, Instagram.com slash T from the dark side if you like twitter we are tftds pod and if you like good old-fashioned email that as well is t from the dark side if you want some stickers do you like stickers do you you like like pictures that have glue on the back (laughs) send us a message say i want some stickers and we will private message you get your address i'm your Send you a couple of these sweet ass stickers. The stickers are pretty sweet. They are pretty sweet. Designed by Mark Rudolph. Yeah. Baby, once they're gone, they're gone though, guys. This is first pressing. This is a first pressing. And I'm going to tell you right now, 
in the future, we're going to charge for these. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But these first ones, these first boys, they're out the gates for nothing. They're a thank you. The first taste is always free. From us. (laughs) It's our way of saying thank you for being a fan of Transmissions from the Dark Side. Until next week. Try to enjoy enjoy the the daylight. daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. Bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Belly Ink Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side and on Twitter at TFTDS Pod. Email us at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Until next time, try.